Amen. Reach your hand forward. God bless Minister Deacon Robert Lee Lewis. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, give God the praise. He's worthy to be praised. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Before we come before you, we're going to have, amen, our, our minister, Rosetta, amen, McCamery, come and, and minister in song. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together. Hallelujah. How many people we got in here that are in love with Jesus? How many of you we got in here that are in love with Jesus? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on and help me sing this song. Hallelujah. Falling in love. Hallelujah. With Jesus. Falling in love. With Jesus Falling in love With Jesus Is the best thing I've ever done How many of you can say that in here today? Come on and put your hands to the hills Hallelujah Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Je Jesus. Oh, falling in love with Jesus. the best thing I've ever done. How many of you can say that in here? Come on. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. Say in his arms. In his arms. I don't know about you, but I feel protected. Oh, in his arms. Hallelujah. Never disconnect. In his arms, I feel protected. Is there no place I'd rather, I'd rather be? Come on and help me say that one more time. If you feel protected in his arms, in his arms, in his arms, I feel, yes, I do. I feel protected. In his arms, never, never dis, never dis, hallelujah, oh, in his arms, I feel protected, there is no place I'd rather be, come on, say that from your heart. Hallelujah, one more time. Hallelujah, falling in love. Falling in love. Say it now, come on. With Jesus. 
with Jesus. I'm so in love. I'm so in love with Jesus. With Jesus. How many of you are? How many of you falling in love with Jesus today? Falling in love. Hallelujah. With Jesus. Hallelujah. There is no place. Hallelujah. No place I'd rather be. There is no, no place I'd rather, come on, rather be. No matter what you're going through, hallelujah, he loves you. Yes, he does. There is no place I'd rather be. Hallelujah, come on. Look to the hills from with cometh your help. No place I'd rather, rather be. There is no place I'd rather be. Hallelujah. Come on and put your hands together. Hallelujah. Come on, give God your highest praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's worthy. Hallelujah. God loves you. Hallelujah. God loves you. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. Hallelujah. Give God the praise. Give God the praise right where you are. Give him the praise right where you are. Glorify him. Magnify his name. Exalt his name forever. For the name of the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we take a minute to worship? Can we take a minute to worship the Lord? We worship you, Lord, in this place, oh God. We bless your name forever. There is none like you, mighty God. We thank you, oh Lord. We bless you, oh Lord. You are great, oh God. You are exalted. There is none like our God. Heaven and earth belong to you, oh Lord. All power belongs to you, mighty God. You are faithful and true, oh Lord. You are the great I am, everlasting Father. You are the way, the truth, and the life, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. No man comes unto the Father except by you, Jesus. We bless you in this place, oh Lord. We bless you. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We magnify your name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory be unto the Most High God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, now give him a mighty praise. Come on. Come on, give him a mighty praise. Give him a mighty praise. Give the Lord a mighty praise. Come on, somebody give him the highest praise. Give him the highest praise. Somebody shout hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Oh, glory to God. Woo. 
You better take your seats before I get started. Hey! No, I don't mind praising. I don't mind worshiping. Hey! Hey! to the power that worketh in us. If you got power working in you, if you have power working in you, you don't wait for music. You don't wait for a partner. You don't have to wait for the kingdom of God is in you. And in the kingdom of God, there is power, healing power, deliverance power, sanctified power, holy power, magnificent power, great power. Oh, some of you might not know. All right, I, I get it. Some of you don't know about this power. Some of you don't know about this power. The power to speak into the atmosphere. The power 
devil, get thee behind me, Satan. The power to say, by his stripes, I am healed. The power to say that no weapon formed against me is going to prosper. That's all right. That's all right. Eric, we could praise them together. I don't mind sharing this Jesus with me, with you. This Jesus in me, I suppose to share him with you. What kind of Christian would I be if I didn't share this Jesus in me? Jesus, the hope of glory is in me, so I have power. I have power because of Jesus in me and because of Jesus in you, you have power. Oh, goodness. Come on, take your seats. Come on, this ain't going to take long. This ain't going to take long. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. See, the Lord knows he's got a way that's so wonderful. Power for the people of God here today. I am here to remind you of this power. That's all. This is not going to take long. For you unbelievers in the building, I love you. And my hope by the power of God in me is that you will surrender and give your life to Christ because you need Jesus or you're going to go to hell. And I love you. For the believers here today, I am here to remind you of this power, this authority that we have been given. And I'm going to tell you how, and I'm going to tell you why. If you have your Bibles, if you take notes, there's a, there's a couple of things I want you to write down. And when you're taking notes, people of God, don't do like me and forget to go look at it. Because you get so distracted and busy. Because I love taking notes. Because my memory is not so good sometimes. The Holy Ghost is starting to remind me of things. And I'm depending on him. So I'm not going to say that I don't remember everything. But sometimes it's difficult to remember certain things. But the Lord is working on me. Amen. Second Kings, the second chapter, verses 9 through 14. Thank God for the word. Second Kings. Second chapter, verses 9 through 14. Proverbs 18 and 21, a very familiar passage. Matthew 28, verse 17 and 18. These are short. Romans 8, verses 16 and 17. Amen. Amen. You have it? Amen. Let's stand for the reading of the word. Amen. 
Bless God. We thank you, God, for your word. We believe you for what it is you have already said and what you're going to do. Beginning at verse 9. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said to Elisha, ask what I shall do for thee before, excuse me, before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee that, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. Oof. And he said, thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I am taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee. But if not, it shall not be so. And it came to pass, they still went on and walked, that behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted them both asunder, meaning they separated them, spread them apart. And Elijah, Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it. And he cried, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more. And he took hold of his clothes and he rent them in two pieces. He tore them. He took up also the mantle of Elijah that fell from him. And went back and stood by the bank of Jordan. And he took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and smote the waters and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had smitten the waters, they parted hither and thither. And Elijah went over. Proverbs 18 and 21, very familiar passage. Death and life are in the power of of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof Matthew 28 beginning in verse 17 and when they saw him they worship him but some doubted this is after Jesus was crucified and resurrected and Jesus came and spake unto them saying all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Romans 8, verse 16 and 17 reads, The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. Thank God for his word. Thank God for the word. Thank God for the word. Amen. We're still under the title, the mind of Christ. Amen. We're still under the title, the mind of Christ. The thought that I want you to take with you this week is simple. What am I saying? What am I saying? The challenge. The challenge is to speak God's word over every issue in my life. That's the challenge. Speak God's word over every issue in my life. 
And the topic is simple. You ready? Look at somebody. I want you to look at somebody because remember, the word let us know that death and life are in the power of the tongue. So for you believers, look at someone else. Look at another believer. And this is what I want you to let them know. Say, you have the power. Now speak it. Give God some praise. Come on, give God some praise. People of God, we have power that has been given to us by God. We have power. We have this authority. And many of us are struggling with the same issues that we were dealing with years ago. The same thing. You get delivered, whether it's by coming to a service and the word is spoken or the spirit is just flowing all through the service and the Holy Ghost is going from heart to heart and you are delivered right on the spot. Lose the taste for whatever it is because there's a lot of things we need to be delivered from. Many things, from things that seemingly small to the things that are great. From the things that you have hid to the things that you have spoken about. We've been delivered. And you're good. And you're walking this walk. And you turn into a Jesus freak. That's a term I heard. I'm a Jesus freak. I ain't no Jesus freak. I love Jesus. I ain't, I ain't the word don't talk about Jesus being freaky. <laughs> I love Jesus, and that's it. I'm going to leave it right there. But you're walking, and your walk is great, and you feel empowered, and and next thing you know, a couple of years go past, and that thing that you was delivered from has somehow made its way in front of you. And you've been walking. You've been learning the word. You've been coming out to church. You've been going to Bible study. You've been going to Bible study. You've been going to Bible study. Because <laughs> oh, that's because people don't go to Bible study. So let me speak it over your life. You've been going to Bible study. Now, all of a sudden, this thing that you were delivered from has somehow made its way back into your life. That power and authority that we have been given by God, we push aside. See, the power works when we allow him to work. The power of God works when we allow him to work. We have power, people of God. But when we push God aside, guess who starts working then? It's us. Our flesh. It's our mind. It's our conscious. 
all the things that are total opposite, that are enmity to God, that is the enemy of God, our flesh. If our flesh is not being denied, how are we going to grow in power? We get back into the struggle. And now we jump back in so deep, we're in even further than we were when we were initially delivered. Why is that? People of God, we have the word. We have the word. But let me help you understand something about what you say. The words that come out of your mouth. Proverbs said death and life are in the power of the tongue. It didn't say life and death. The reason why it's death first. Because we are more apt to speak negatively than positively as human beings the first thing that usually comes to us is not something of God and if the word of the Lord does come to us most of the time we push that back we push that aside and we say what we want to say because we got to speak our mind they don't know you got to tell him what you got to tell him because he don't know he stepped on my toe that's my sh- no that's my sister he talking about Wait, wait, wait. If we have the mind of Christ, how's Jesus, how is Jesus thinking about this? What is Jesus going to say? Wouldn't Jesus talk in love? Wouldn't Jesus walk in peace? What are we thinking? What are we saying? You're saying, oh man, I... I can't get through this. When you start speaking that way, don't you know the devil is listening? And when you say you can't do it, guess what the devil does? He brings things to help what you just said. He brings all those things along. Oh, man, I have a problem with women, man, because, man, I know, man, because women. That's it. You let it out. And guess what happened? Someone that you like, it's going to pay. ain't going to be nobody that is ugly. No, it's going to be just right up your alley. Come right past you. Talk right to you. Yo, man, I have this, man, I got, just got this problem with these bills, man. I, man, yo, every time I turn around, man, because I'm spending money. So now you're getting calls and you're getting offers. And credit card, you know you ain't got no business opening up another credit card. Your credit's already jacked up. But you're speaking death you're speaking negatively you're speaking you know what you ain't you know what you ain't never gonna be nothing never just like your daddy just like your mama you ain't gonna be nothing kid winds up in jail are you surprised oh you forgot what you said See, when we say these things, the devil puts his plan in order. Ooh, I got him. Got him. I got him. What are you saying? What are you saying? What are you saying to you? What are you saying to that situation? What are you saying about that job? What are you saying about your sickness? What are you saying about your children? What are you saying about your life? Because the things that you say is going to mold what happens. It's going to mold your present and your future. Because of what you say. 
there's power in the words that we speak. Speak life. Stop speaking death. Somebody say, no more death speaking. Come on, say that like you mean say, no more death speaking. That's it. That's it. It's over. And you have to mean what you say. And then you have to say what you mean. This is simple stuff. This is nothing that requires brain power. This, is, this requires the mind of Christ. How do we know what the mind of Christ is? Ta-da! Ta-da! Right here in the Word. Because if you don't know the Word, you don't know Christ. You're a great philosopher. You give great analogies. Oh, wow, you're so smart because you have a PhD, master degree, bachelor, associates, IRT, whatever. I don't know all the letters associated. But you have all of these things, and that's great that you're so educated. That's wonderful. But if you don't know this word, and if you don't apply this word, you don't have power the way you think you do. This word is life. This word is where your power lies. This is your source. And it has to become you. Because listen, do you know that the devil knows the word? The greatest battle, the greatest epic battle in history was recorded right here in the Bible. The greatest battle ever. And it was after Jesus was filled with the Holy Ghost. After that, he walks and he's in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. And guess who decided to battle my Jesus? I can see the demons probably taking bets. Oh, man, who you got? Who you got on this one? Who you got? Who going to win? And for every temptation, look, the devil was speaking. Do you see this? Look. The only thing the devil could do to my Jesus was speak and make suggestions just like he does to us. He spoke. And through his weak speaking, Jesus, the living word, spoke his word. Jesus spoke his word to the devil. And he spoke it to the point where the devil couldn't take it no more. Is anyone catching this? When you are under the power of the Holy Ghost and you speak God's word, the devil has no choice. He has got to get out of there. He can't stand truth. He can't stand light. He doesn't want to be exposed but most of us are not speaking this word over the issues in our lives. That's why we continue to struggle. Doesn't mean you're not going to go through things. It doesn't mean you're not going to get sick. It doesn't mean that things are not going to happen. But you have to understand what to do, when to do it, how to do it, when they happen. 
And when things start happening and when it looks extremely crazy and you, it seems like you don't know what to do, you can't forget who you are, what you have, what to do. I am an heir. I joint heir with Christ. Jesus spoke the word to the devil. I'm going to speak the word to the devil. My children are acting up. I'm speaking a word. I'm speaking a word. Devil, you a liar. You can't have my child. The power of God is in me. And I speak against you. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Doesn't matter what you're dealing with. Doesn't matter whether it's your wife, your husband, the school, the teacher, your friend, your enemy, the job. It doesn't matter. Speak it. You're not speaking at your job. That's why they don't hear you. You're not speaking it at work. You speak into that atmosphere where all those devils are. Don't you know those devils are afraid of that one you? That when you walk into the place, oh, man, that's what the devil should be doing. That's what them demons do. But when you get there, do the demons do this? <laughs> oh, that ain't nobody. That ain't nobody. Why? Why are you nobody? Where's the power? Where's that authority? When we look over in 2 Kings and Elijah, when you have time, Look over the life of Elijah. Just like Enoch, the pastor's been talking about Enoch. And Enoch was taken by the Lord while he was alive, still in the flesh. Letting us know that we have a future to look forward to, to get caught up with the Lord. That was one example. And one of the interesting things about Enoch's life is there is not a lot said. There's only three places in the Bible that talk about Enoch. Only three. One gives a testimony. But there's not a lot said. But he had the testimony that he walked with God. How long? Let me see who was paying attention. How long did he walk with God? Huh? All right, somebody was taking notes and listening. 300 years. You should start reading it now. Don't just remember from what Pastor gave you. Start reading it. It's right there in Genesis 5. For 300 years, this man lived on earth. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. This man lived on earth 365 years. So for the first 65 years of his life, it didn't matter. The first 65 years of his life didn't matter. Because what pleased God? Those 300 years, 300 years, doesn't mean he was perfect. I don't know he did those first 65. <laughs> Maybe they couldn't record it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, don't laugh, because there's probably some things you don't want us to know. Right? There's some things I ain't going to tell you. Well, you're going to get mad with me. <laughs> but thank God for Jesus. I'm not ashamed. Amen. Elijah, he, he was also taken up by God. But he had his understudy. He had a student. He had someone that walked with him, Elisha. And Elisha, before Elijah goes, before he's taken by the Lord, Elisha asks for a double portion of what Elijah had, meaning the spirit that was on Elijah, 
Elisha wanted a double portion of that. If you read about Elijah, oh, man, this dude called down fire from heaven. Come on, you got power? Huh? You got power? Come on, look to the Lord right now and call fire now. Come on. You walking with God, right? You walking with God? Because it looks like mostly saved people in here. Come on, call down. You know why you wouldn't? Because you know what you're not where you're supposed to be. I know I'm not where I'm supposed to be in the Lord. I know that I should be stronger. I know that I should be further. Because I'm not making myself out to be greater than anyone in here. I got to walk this thing too. I got to walk it. But I'm understanding the power that God has given me to do so. Elisha wanted a double portion. And Elijah told him, he said, you asking for a hard thing. Wow. Nevertheless, if you see me leave, if you see me get taken away, you have what you asked for. Look at the confidence Elijah spoke with. He wasn't going to be around anymore to see whether or not it happened. But because of the power, the anointing that was on him, he was able to tell this man with assurity, if you see me, you got it. If you don't see me, you ain't got it. He was leaving. He could have made a mistake. Would it have mattered? It wouldn't have mattered because he wasn't around anymore. But he trusted in the power of God. That was in him. Elijah sees him get taken up. And once he gets taken up, the mantle that Elijah walked around with when he did the work, the mighty works that God allowed him to do, fell. And that mantle represented the authority, the power that he had. That mantle represented the power and the authority that Elijah would be given. When Elijah went up, he sent something down. When Elijah went up, he sent something down to help the man of God do the works that he wanted to do or that God was going to do through him. And the great thing about what Elisha did, and although he cried, he tore his clothes. And that was significant because clothes were hard, hard to come by back then. So when you tore it, wow, you know, that meant a lot. He was heartbroken. He didn't want to see. He's been walking with this man for a while. And now he's gone. So he doesn't hesitate. He takes up the mantle. But he does ask if this is his God. Was it doubt? Probably. Elijah knew what was going to happen. But Elijah, he wasn't so sure. So he took the mantle and he asked, where is the God of Elijah? And he takes the mantle into the water brings it down smashes it into the water and what does the water do back up for the man of God 
so he can walk through on dry ground. Woo! He's able to walk through. Jesus said that all power from heaven and earth was in his hand. And he went up to be with the Lord. But the verse before that said that there were some people there, his people, that doubted. Just like many of us in here, we doubt. That doubt will not bring you out, but it's going to keep you where you are are that doubt is going to keep you where you are that doubt is going to soften the power that doubt is going to cause you to stand still and not move God is ever moving always moving always always Doubt is going to cause you to freeze. It's going to hinder your faith. In faith, we're able to see beyond the circumstances. We are able to see and know that the power is in us, that whether God does it or not, he can. He can. Not by us, not by the power that we have, but the power that God has given us. When Jesus left, before he left, he told them that the Holy Ghost would come. When they watched Jesus go up, they was broken. They was, they was tore up. It was a little messed up. Just like Elijah. Elijah left the power, left authority. Jesus left us the Holy Ghost. When the Holy Ghost came down on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Ghost came down, that power and authority that Jesus utilized to do the things that he did, he gave to his disciples. He gave to us. You know who we are? We are his disciples. We have to walk in this authority. We have to walk in this power what are you doing? What are you saying? Why aren't you effective? Why is your prayer so ineffective? Why? Why aren't you delivered from that thing that's been keeping you from God? What are you doing? What are you saying? Where's this power? We're joint heirs with Christ. So what he has, we have. The kingdom power that he operated under, we have that same kingdom power. That same authority that he has, we have it in us. But we're not utilizing this. We're not utilizing this. You know, our power is like a toothless lion. No nails. No nails. Listen, imagine you being attacked by a lion that ain't got no teeth. What are he going to do to you? <laughs> he ain't going to kiss you to death. <laughs> no. No. My Jesus, my king, that lion has teeth. But we don't have to bite. No, we have to speak. 
And we have to speak with this authority that we've been given. We have to walk, we have to walk according to this power that is in us. Now unto him who is able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. If you don't have no power in you, it's not going to work. You're going to speak and it's not going to happen. We don't have the mind of Christ because you don't know his word. You don't know the effectiveness. You don't understand who you are. You're speaking negatively. Negativity. You're speaking the wrong things. Speak the word. Greater is he that is in. Greater is he that is in than he that is in the So that means that that one in the world has some power. He said, greater is he that is in me. So if, it, if, it's, if he's greater, that means the one that's in the world has got some power. Uh, wait a minute. Did you hear that? That devil has got power. Don't sleep. No, he's powerless against the man and woman of God that understands his or her power. But if you ain't got no power, that one that's in the world that's got some power is going to overtake you. It's going to swallow you up. He's roaming around like a roaring lion, but he's not designed to chew us up. But if you ain't got no power, you know what's going to happen to you? You're going to get tore up. Don't let it be you. Speak God's word. Speak it. Utilize this power. Utilize it. Understand his word. Know who you are. I know you wanted to jump and shout and spit and dance all over the place. And now you're saying, well, what was all that about? Well, all that was about was helping you to understand that every day, every week that you come here, you should be getting stronger in the Lord. You should be getting stronger. You should be getting stronger according to the power. And if you don't have this power, if you're not utilizing his power, shame on you. Shame on you. Week after week, pastor comes and gives this word. Week after week, we're in Bible study. Week after week, we're getting it. You can't say that you come here and it ain't happening. Oh, it's going down in Mount Olive. <laughs> you got that right. If you're here for the first time, let me let you know. Every week. You getting it. We getting fed. But don't get fed and then throw up everything. When you get fed, you're supposed to get healthy. And when you're healthy, you become strong. Be strong in the and in the power of 
So you know the word. Now speak it. Speak it over your life. Speak it over those situations. Speak it over your children. Speak it over that driver that's cursing at you and gave you the finger. Speak. And don't speak. Don't curse him. No. He cursed you. Probably, you know, with a different kind of curse. <laughs> but bless him. Because the word says, bless those that curse you. Bless those that want to harm you. That want to see you fail. Bless them. God will take care. Don't worry. And you let the peace of God reign in you. You let the joy of the Lord be your strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Power. His joy gives us power. Oh, glory to God. Power. Hallelujah. Gives us power. Utilize this power. Utilize this power. Come on, say, I have the power. I have the power. Through the Holy Ghost. Come on, give God some praise. Amen, amen. Amen. Man, we thank God for his word. How many know they have... We are located at 141 Bower Street in Jersey City, New Jersey. You can find out more information about Mount Olive at our website www.monolivehop.org That's mtolivehop.org Thank you for listening and may God truly bless you.